a listener production. Hi, I'm Elle Ferguson and this is Sliding Doors, where I chat with inspirational people from the world of fashion and beauty about their sliding door moment. That is, the moment they took a chance or made a life change that led them to where they are now at the top of their game. Having founded my own fashion and beauty brand, The Elle Effect, I know that succeeding in these industries isn't easy. So I'm inviting the people I admire most on the podcast to share their stories, insights, and tips for turning your passion into a career. Testing, testing. Hi, welcome. (laughs) On this episode, I chat to Tash Oakley, CEO and co-founder of Monday Swimwear. Tash is the epitome of don't judge a book by its cover. Tash is a businesswoman and a force to be reckoned with. I don't know if they'll suit me. Oh, oh yeah, you look cool. I do I? This is what it's like really? The, yeah, yeah. I don't feel like I do, but let's try. Tash started wearing a bikini a day on a blog, which then turned into a business, which has now set her up with a business portfolio which she is running amazing global companies. I loved chatting to Tash about how she's done it and how you've got to trust your gut. That ring, Elle, it's crazy. It needs to be cleaned, but crazy beautiful. My sister made me this one as well for my birthday. Beautiful. I first met Tash on a Revolve trip many years ago when I realized that she was the girl you wanted to be around. Since then, I've seen her create numerous global companies and just grow into an amazing woman that's inspiring other women to do the best they can. You guys are going to love this episode because it's that can-do attitude that just makes you want to go for it. Tash, welcome to Sliding Doors, the podcast. Thank you for having me. How exciting is it to be in person in a studio? Honestly, I just gave Elle the biggest hug. <laughs> I think I like held on for five seconds too long and you were like, oh, no, it went we're there doing and this. And then I held. I continued You on. did hold. You did hold. <laughs> okay. So to start things off, I do something called the fast five. It's, oh my gosh. Yes. Don't okay. freak out. It's five <laughs> rapid fire questions. Now, the quicker you answer, the more honest the answer is. So oh my God. Don't think about it too much. Okay. First up, what's the first thing you do when you get up in the morning? This is bad, but I check my phone because the LA team is harassing me at that time. (laughs) I feel like I just check it to see what's going on in the world. Okay. What's one thing that is on your bucket list? I've always wanted to see the pyramids in Egypt. I like that one. That's a good one. If you were stranded on a tropical island with two things, what would they be? Monday beachwear and my La Mer moisturizer. <laughs> okay, I want to be on the island <laughs> with you. Okay, describe yourself in three words. Driven, passionate, and sexy. Oh, I like <laughs> I have to that. throw that in I'm there. Into it. I'm I into have to. it. Okay, and the question that everybody wants to know the answer to, what did you eat for breakfast? This morning I had a smoothie, which was delicious. That's yeah. what we're here for, to yeah. know what Tasha Oakley has for breakfast. <laughs> So I've been a huge fan of yours for many years. And I think the thing that has always striked me so amazing about you is, is that you are so driven. Whenever I see you, wherever we are around the world, you are so focused. And I would love to know, did your parents have a big influence on you with that drive? Definitely. Both of my parents were small business owners. So I think when you just grow up, like if you don't 
experience firsthand what it takes to run a business, it's hard to know like how much work you really have to put in until you, you know, get into the workforce or at an older age. But growing up around, you know, my mom was a real estate agent. She worked six, seven days a week. My dad's a private detective. So he was always on the road and doing different jobs and just knowing like what it takes. It's kind of like now just natural to me to like act that way and be so driven and focused on my career because that's really how my parents were. And the funny thing is, is how do you sum up your career? Oh my God. My career is just a never ending, <laughs> evolving, growing monster. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It just started like at a really small place and it's just grown and grown and grown from there. And I'm very passionate about my career, about working. It's what drives me. It's actually my hobby, my passion. Like, it's what I feel the most fulfillment from in life. And, you know, in all of my relationships, it's still always been something that's so important to me. And it's really up there with a relationship or, you know, how much I love my family. My career is just as important to me. So there's not really one way to sum it up because I also think it's just, you know, I've still got so much more to go. True. How would you sum it up? (laughs) Well, I think the thing that people don't realize about you is is that you actually are a business owner. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think a lot of the time people look at social media and see you standing there looking gorgeous around the world in a bikini. But mm. what people don't actually realize is that you own that business. Yeah. And that business came from somewhere else, which was a bikini a day. So yeah. do you want to just tell us a little bit about a bikini a day? Because it was yeah, so sure. fun. when The it cutest was... business ever. Yes. That's the way I look at it now. Um, that was totally a passion project that... You know, when Instagram first started, Devin and I both grew up on beaches, myself in Sydney, Devin in Maui, and, you know, some girls like shoes and bags. For us, it was like every dollar went towards bikinis. You just wanted a million (laughs) bikinis. You lived in the bikinis. You were going down to the beach after school in your swimwear. So, um, you know, when we became friends, we would always just be living in our swimwear and taking little trips and posting on our social media kind of before that was actually a thing. And I remember our friends saying to us, can you please stop posting in bikinis? And really? We, yeah, and look at Instagram now. Yeah, I mean, totally. <laughs> And we were like, you know what? It's so funny that we really are always in bikinis. Like, who yes. is even like that? We were like, we should start a blog. It was honestly kind of in spite of everyone. <laughs> yeah, but I kind of love that, <laughs> Yeah, though. we were like, we should start a blog where we wear a new bikini every single day and call it a bikini a day. And the next day, we went down to the beach and shot all of our personal swimwear and then started uploading one post a day on a bikini a day. And for people that don't know who Devin is, Mm -hmm. who is she? Devin is my best friend and business partner who we started at Bikini A Day and Monday Swimwear together. And yeah, we met probably like, I think, 11 or 12 years ago. And she's basically my soulmate, to be honest. I love that. We have never had an argument. We're always on the same page. We're always supportive of one another. And throughout life, we always just say to each other, no matter what happens, we have each other. So everything's going to be fine at the end of the day. And then did it evolve to the point where brands then started working with you with swimwear? Because they caught on to that you were in a bikini every day. At the time, it was something so different to what everyone else was doing that brands immediately reached out to us to be featured on the page. And then it became, you know, somewhat of a goal for any new young and upcoming designer to be featured on this page. And, you know, we we were doing amazing pop-ups all over the world and runway shows at Miami Swim Week and all sorts of different things relating to a bikini a day. And it was honestly such a fun brand. I remember being up till like, it sounds so innocent, a bikini a day, but I yeah. was up till 2 a.m. at night working every single night, studying social media marketing, like really trying to have an understanding of this new platform. And we essentially were navigating 
you know, a new form of marketing that no yeah. one had ever really delved into before. And we we basically just mastered it and learned how to make the most of the platform but like, pretty early on. So many people, it's funny you say that because so many people started mm-hmm. and aren't here now. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And you're somebody that I remember seeing it. And then it's like you saying you stayed up every night. <laughs> you saw something in it. You yeah. know what I mean? You saw that you could monetize it. Mm. And then I'd love to know at what point you kind of like shifted from wearing other people's bikinis to then going, oh my goodness, we're going to make our own. Like yeah. how did that happen? So that was also very organic and like it was an obvious next step, but we were never specifically passionate about being designers. I didn't sort after a career in fashion, you yeah. know, but when we were wearing all the swim we actually just realized that we'd find maybe one suit in each person's collection that we would be obsessed with, and that's the one we would feature on a bikini a day. But then you look at the rest of the collection, and nothing would fit Devin. She has an E-cup, you know, and I've always been quite curvy, so, like, it was hard to find suits that fit me. And we just really saw this huge gap in the market where you're either wearing, like, plus-size swim that's honestly quite unattractive Mm. or, like, tiny bikinis that are digging in in all the right places. They're not supportive. And so we just took everything we knew after, I think it was like two and a half years we had been in the industry of swimwear. So we had tried on thousands of bikinis because we had worn one every single day in that time. And we took everything we knew about what we loved and basically turned it into our own brand. And the name was, you know, we were the only ones kind of in the world that were in a bikini on a Monday, every Monday. And it was such a unique thing. And we were just like, gosh, it really is special that we're in swimmer on a Monday. And also anytime anyone is in a bikini on a Monday, you really are having a good day. (laughs) So Monday swimwear was born. So I'd love to know, where do you get your inspiration from? So many places. I mean, I feel like travel is a huge inspiration to me, especially Europe. I find the women over there so effortless and beautiful and inspiring. You know, the Amalfi Coast and Capri and all of the beautiful linens that they have there that I think is so hard to find anywhere else. Um, And then obviously just like actual fashion and editorials and, you know, what is trending and what is something that everyone's loving. But in saying that Monday as well, we really aren't trend-based. We really focus more on the fit and the actual, you know, how it's going to flatter your body. Is that color tone warm enough to flatter everyone's skin tone? Things like that. So yeah, I think it's just also vintage swim. Yeah. So many different places. um, I love that Monday swim isn't so heavily trend driven. It's very classic. Because I find that I pull out my old Monday swim like from three years ago and it still feels relevant. Do you know what I mean? We really do want Monday to be. And I think this, I mean, we have literally a 50% return customer rate, which means like 50% of the people, which is very high. And that means that anyone that's buying the brand is loving it and they're coming back. And I really want it to be like, Almost like the Calvin Klein of swim. If you are the type that wears a Calvin Klein like underwear set, you buy it forever, you know, and it's the same with Monday. It's your go-to. It's classic. It's never going to go out of style. The quality is amazing. So yeah, lots of inspiration from around the world and from so many different places. But at the same time, just knowing there's almost a beauty in like reining it in, pulling it back, stripping it back and just not feeling tempted to like run with the trend. Yeah. Just believe in that intuitive thing again of like, you know, what is timeless? What are people going to love and what's going to last forever? I love that. I also just love the fact that it celebrated women. Mm. Like I remember when it hit and it was kind of like, oh, it's another swimwear label. But then there was such a community or a meaning behind the brand. So it didn't just land as 
two influencers that are making a swimwear brand, there was this celebration of women. And like you said, Devin, you have both have different bodies. Mm -hmm. And it was really nice to see two girls celebrating that. And I remember when it hit, it was so much more than swimwear. And honestly, that's what was so special about a bikini day and about Monday. But like, it wasn't even that we had different body types. Like Devin and I are just really positive, encouraging people like naturally. We are so supportive of one another. We see something beautiful in every woman. We celebrate every woman. We're excited for anyone that's going on their own journey in any possible way in their career or personally. And we genuinely are just so happy for other people and love other people. And we we feel like as long as you're a good person on the inside, every woman has something beautiful about her, whether it's her eyes or her curves or her hair. We're always like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. So it was just like, really natural for us. And it's been so rewarding. Yeah. Honestly, so rewarding because I could have gone into fashion or tried to be a more of a high fashion influencer. I had all these career paths I could have taken. Yeah. But I just knew what the path I wanted to be on was just something that was inspiring and, you know, like that brings positivity to my life every day. And the number of times over the last 10 years since we started a Bikini A Day, I've just had goosebumps or cried or just been so happy because, you know, we feel this reciprocal feeling with yeah. our audience of like just positivity. And, and I your feel audience like, is massive. Like, can we talk about some of the celebrities that have won this swimwear? Mm. Because that always gets me when like Heather Graham pops up and I'm like, yeah. oh, there you go. She's so gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Who but, else has worn your stuff? Um, Kendall Jenner, Bella Hadid. Dua Lipa, J-Lo. Like, wow. Lots of them. Yeah. Like, I mean, how does that start? Because can I ask, what was your first job? Like, what did you start as? What did you do? So when I was 14 and nine months, which is when you can legally, <laughs> legally work here work. in Australia. What was your job? <laughs> what was your first job? I think job? I start, I worked at a bakery. I then was I an worked ice cream at shop. Like, yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. I worked at like a surf shop. And then I basically always had a job. Okay. And I think the, the thing that I look back and realize that I was doing at the time that I didn't even know I was doing is I was always watching how management was running the shop. I was watching how they do payroll, how they schedule the employees. When there were sales goals in the store, I had to be the one that was like killing it that day, you know, and I was watching the number throughout the day. And I always just did have this, like, I took my jobs really seriously, even when they were jobs that a lot of people wouldn't take seriously, or they would just go in, get their job done and leave at the end of the day. Because I see that in you. It's funny. I think the first time we were on a Revolve trip in Coachella and like everybody arrives and it's all amazing <laughs> and it's like, it's fun. Yeah. And it's, there's a certain group of people that go on those trips that it's very work and you're focused, yeah. you tick the things off your list. And then there's another group that are there to have a good time. Mm. I'm somebody that likes to tick things off my list and yeah. get all my work done. But you was so driven. Like mm. you had your list of brands, you were working with what you needed to get done. And it was something where I really sat back and said to myself, she's a businesswoman. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like that's your drive. Well, the thing at the end of the day is as well, like any trip that we're on, we're still heading up a team and running a business. So as you know, you're yeah. the same way. And so, you know, everyone is so different in their career. I would never compare myself to another person in the way that they do something because there's a lot of influencers that their job really is just to create content. They yes. have managers, they have a team, they have people running their brands and their private label brands. And you know, I chose a different path where like I am the head of my companies. You know, there is no one above me. No one has invested in our companies. It's just us. Which so, is amazing. I just have to oh, stop well, there because you. No, because a lot of people have investors and a lot of people 
make the assumption that there's a lot of money behind you. Mm. But what people don't actually realize, and it's the same with Ella Fair, yeah. it's you. We're very You're- similar in that way. And there's only a handful of influencers I know that have taken that route. So we're having to constantly balance like work and it's not even, it's work and work, but yeah. work and play. Yes. As yes. in like, you know, the content creation. And we want to maintain that side of like, People follow us for so many different things, like the Wanderlust vibe and, you know, where do we travel? And then they go and travel to those places or, you know, they love our style or want to look to us for their next outfit for their next vacation or event out. And so you don't want to lose those things. No. But at the same time, it's, I always say that if you are showcasing a lot of the behind the scenes of what you're doing work-wise, you're not actually very busy. <laughs> I know that sounds bad. No, but it's true. But I, I, I feel like I actually do not have time to do more than what I do already. And like yeah. behind the scenes every day, I'm at a desk, you know, like I know, and really. it's not glamorous. Yeah, it's working like, with a team of like 20 people. And like I, it's, it's extremely intense and I wouldn't trade it for anything. And everything has grown and changed so much over yeah. the years, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just when we're on those trips— there's a whole lot no, else you're going a, on. Yeah, but like we still try to enjoy, for sure. Yes, look, yes, there is a couple of <laughs> nights where you can cut loose in commas, but to. I feel like everything's ticked off every list Yeah. before then. Obviously, the podcast is called Sliding Doors, mm. and I love to learn about people's big sliding door moments. What's been a sliding door moment for you in your career? So the thing is, my career has had this momentum, which I just like to have in my life in general. I feel like I have to always be moving forward and feeling a momentum. And I don't like the feeling of just stopping and feeling like I'm not moving forward. So I don't feel like there's been a moment per se because like one thing is just led into the next and it's always just really organically. I'm very into being intuitive and listening to what the universe is putting out there for you and following your intuition in business and personally as well. So I feel like it's strange, but I can't really say that there was this exact moment, Yeah, you know? I feel like it's a good thing. I mean, what comes with those big moments is also failure. Mm. Have you had a moment where you've kind of gone, like, what is happening? I can't do this or something hasn't gone right that you've really had to kind of pick yourself up and go again? I mean, we've had plenty of failures. <laughs> I mean, we're in fashion. I mean, we yeah. like, yeah, you have a huge shipment of swimwear arrive and all the fabric's running or something's wrong with it. And now you're out of stock and you have to, but honestly, like what's been really beautiful is Devin and I, um, especially as business partners are very driven and very hard workers, but we are also very laid back in the fact that like, we don't ever give more light or more attention to something then you absolutely need to and we don't you know delve into the negative experiences we kind of just learn from everything that happens and move on very quickly so I just feel like there's always going to be mistakes there's always going to be ups and downs and like that just comes with it I've never felt that's a nice thing I actually think that's a nice thing because it's so true mm, you are going to fail you are going to make a mistake but if you don't dwell on it and you move through it but those have been and I know everyone always says it the most important lessons like even coronavirus and you know navigating through that as a business 
There were very yeah. stressful moments, and I'm sure you know. Well, like, you, I mean, both our brands kind of complement each other in the sense that you wear swimwear on a holiday yeah. and you wear tan, fake tan yeah. on a holiday. Or out at night. Yes, when And then everyone's stops. in lockdown and the whole world shuts down. Yeah. You know, there was one day that I was in my car and I did actually cry and just think, is this kind of the end and how are we going to navigate through this? And I remember someone on my team said to me, Tash, if you can't make it through this, no one can. So you have to just do what you do best. And I yeah. was like, you're right. And I was like, let's do this. Yeah. You know, rallied the whole team and we yeah. just worked so hard. We and were so did. focused. We made it through. And that was like, but the lessons that we learned throughout that period were like, I'm actually just so grateful. So anytime something happens, I'm like, that's amazing because even as a businesswoman, now I know how to deal with that scenario in the future, which True. is amazing to have that knowledge under your belt and to be able to be like, yep, yeah, when that happens, this is the way to navigate through it. No problem. Keep moving. And we you know? made it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You made it. We made it. How many staff <laughs> have you got now on your team with Monday Swim? With Monday Swim, I think there's probably about 15 of us. And yeah. what was it like at the beginning when it was just you and Deb? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> was it? It was crazy. Like, honestly, we had the two of us and an intern. And the first day that the brand launched, we were actually at Miami Swim Week. And we had left the intern in our apartment with the boxes of inventory <laughs> to ship it out because we couldn't be in two places Is at once. Is your intern still a friend? Is it still? No, it's not. It's Yeah, she's I, I was with the brand like, now. Like, Honestly, because that day she, she called us and she was apartment. like, I can't believe you've left me here with all these shipments. And we were like, we didn't know it was going to be like this. And then we had actually um, a girl that Devin went to college with step in that day and boss out. And she just she's still with the brand now. Anna. Really? Yeah. Wow. She's uh, the employee that's been with us the longest. And she um, came in and was like, I'll deal with this and kind of just got everything sorted. And then it grew from there. Then we moved into an apartment next door and then we eventually had an oh, office. Wow. And then like, you know, we got a bigger office and the team. What's been really beautiful about Monday is we've grown exponentially, but at the same time, We've grown at a level where we don't have to rush the hiring process and yeah. we really do attract really amazing people into our team and into the brand, which I think is so important. I have to say that. Everybody, yeah. literally everybody that works for your brand is like one in a million. I'm obsessed with them yeah. all. I feel so lucky. I'm and like, how did this even happen that we've I just attracted like the such amazing way, people? They're really good girls. Yeah, like, I'm I, glad that you say that because I, I do get amazing feedback from everyone that works with them saying, God, they're so good. They're so quick and everyone's so positive. And I feel like, you know, if we had have scaled the brand a lot quicker, we might have lost that. So it's been this beautiful balance between like an, an amazing momentum and amazing growth, but also growing at a rate where you can still maintain this ethos and, you know, ecosystem within the brand that just really works so well. Yeah. Another business that I don't know if people know that you are also a co-founder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. I was like, how would I word this? Because yeah. I was like, you're not. I was like, you're not out there doing. You do the Pilates, but you're not. Yeah. you're not the teacher. So yeah. co-founder of the Pilates class. Yeah which is an amazing online program. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of it. I yeah, love Jackie. I've seen you doing the classes. Yes, it's not as easy as it looks. I know. So we'll it looks say so that. graceful. It looks so easy. If no. anyone tries it, they're <laughs> like, oh my God. It's hard. <laughs> but how did that come about? Because I feel like, again, you were right at the beginning when it kind of blew up and it was almost like you saying that you get a feeling. I feel like you got on that at the exact right time. Mm. How did that happen? So, I mean, I had met Jackie right at the right moment for me personally as well. Um, and I started training with her in Sydney and we became friends actually. And I saw this thing in Jackie that I was like, I know you're like me and I know we need to start a business together. I'm not going to say anything yet, but like 
she had that focus and that drive. Yeah. And it's like when you are that way yourself, you meet someone, you immediately know that they're the same as you. So I was like, you're like me. And I know we could start a business together, but like right now in this moment, it's not the time. And yeah. like I had previously started a fitness platform before Body by Jill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh that? my gosh, I'm having a flash. I know. So that was an online fitness yes. program as well. Um, so I had a bit of experience within launching a fitness brand. And also I was obsessed with Jackie as my teacher. She yeah. changed my body. Yeah. Her technique is amazing. She's been a dancer professionally her whole life and done Pilates since she was like 12 years old. Yeah. And she just had this thing that like no other teacher I'd ever trained with has. Yeah. Um. So personally, I was just training with her and then COVID hit. She did an online class. I was kind of being like, oh, but I love going into the studio. Yeah. I'm not going to like doing this at yeah. home, um, which I think a lot of people have that feeling. I did the class online with her and I called her immediately afterwards and I was like, you need to start an online platform. Like, that was amazing. Your presence is like somehow even better on, and this is like, just on recent. camera. What I find amazing about this is is how big this business has blown up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because this was like so 18 months like, ago. Yeah, yeah. It's been just over a year. And um, then I just said to her, you know, I, I really feel like we should just do this together because I'm so passionate about you. Um, and, you know, I obviously know how to launch a, a company and a yeah. global a global brand. And I think this could be amazing. And she was like, let's do it. And then literally a month later, we launched the brand. So we yeah. were like working day and night. She was in the studio filming like, you know, 50 classes. She's like a robot. I don't <laughs> even understand how she does it, but she's amazing. And then, you know, I'm working behind the scenes um, with a lot of our existing infrastructure and teams just to like, you know, build up the brand and the business side and all of the concepts and marketing and Which branding. Which is incredible because yeah. I think what's amazing is, is that you've got multiple businesses. Do you know what I mean? And I think, again, going back to when somebody scrolls through Instagram, they see a pretty blonde in a swimsuit. And I think what's so incredible is that you're the complete opposite. Do you know I what love I mean? that I can be both though. You must love it too. Yeah. No, there's <laughs> like, it's a secret power. It's like, it definitely there's is. There's this temptation to take the route where, you know, I am acting more like a businesswoman yeah. and, you know, like leave that side behind of that like influencer, like blogger, like swimwear model. Yeah. And just, you know, will people take me more seriously if I, you know, am in a suit or yeah. just acting more professional. And then I just had this thought to myself one day and I was like, I love that I can be it all. Yes. You know, I want women to feel like they can be sexy and wear a swimsuit, yes. but also be a businesswoman and be taken really seriously. And I think that if you're really good at what you do and, you know, you're respectful and kind to other people, you will always be respected and taken really seriously. So, that's kind of been my experience. And I just feel like I love that we can do it all. This is so true. And one thing that I just have to say to you, and I said this to you as you walked into the studio, there was a moment for me when you were on 60 Minutes. Mm. And I remember clicking in and going, I have to watch this episode because it's somebody that's doing what I'm doing is on prime time and talking about it. Yeah. Nobody understands what we do. And I remember the host saying to you, oh, what's your salary? <laughs> Yeah. And it was like this moment. And, and then you turned around and what did you say to him? I said, can I ask you how much you make? And I still want to know. So don't worry. <laughs> can I say this? I think both of us earn more than him. Just going to say that. But it no, was a moment. No, but it was a moment that I really was like, first I was like, shit, she's got balls. Like I was like, wow. But I also was like, this is the time where it's changing mm. and people are going to start taking us seriously. And, yeah. And like you did that for us. So I say thank you. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, that... <laughs> 
was so interesting, that interview, because what was actually such a shame is that people are very intrigued about influencers and the way it works. And I understand why they pose that question because people want to know, like, how does this work behind the scenes? Like, do you just work the same way a model does? Do you have a manager? Are you in the office all day? Are you just shooting content? And it kind of just looks like, oh, we're at a cafe, now we're shooting, and then you go home, and, like, everything's really chill. Pilates class and then put a bikini on. Yeah, but actually you have, like, full teams behind you. You're working really, really hard. You're in an office, you know, when you're not shooting. And when you are shooting, it's really intense and really hectic and, like, exhausting. And when you're traveling, you're exhausted, and you're away from your family and your friends. And, like, obviously it's not like we're putting on a front where— it looks like it's also glamorous and amazing when it's not because it is. But there's definitely this balance of like, you know, when we're not shooting and not experiencing these amazing things, we are kind of behind a desk, behind a laptop, yeah, on Zoom calls, managing a team. Yeah. And I think it would have been like amazing if they showcased that a little bit more True. because we actually did talk about that a lot and film a lot of content in LA yeah. um, based off, you know, the way it all works. And I think people would have found it really interesting in this completely new industry to understand, like, what kind of does go in behind the scenes. But I think that's what's amazing about, I mean, this podcast and also what you show on Instagram. Yeah. You actually are kind of showing that this is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you can do both, which is super cool. You too. I mean, I, I honestly <laughs> really do. There's, there's so many people that work so hard but in a different way where there is someone managing their brand and it is something that they have you know a whole team behind whereas you are one of the only people I can think of that just runs their own brand and you know owns it and is really like makes you feel a little ill doesn't it 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 makes you you have a moment and you're kind of like thank you for saying that and then you feel a little bit bit exhausted (laughs) yeah yeah um so who supported your dream so far because I feel like the dream I mean, it's an interesting one because there's so many layers to it. So who has been a big part of the support system for you? So Devin was like, what is so beautiful about our partnership is that I think we just gave each other the confidence to just move forward and be excited and happy. And, you know, there was people when we started a bikini a day, I know that uh, even a really successful CEO I know in the US that you know, was a family friend. And I said, what do you think of this concept? And he said, I think you should get a regular job. Yeah. And Ugh. I was like, no, mm. this is fun. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Um, and then now, I mean, look where it's led me. But my family has always been so supportive. My dad is like my biggest fan. I, if you met yes. him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's a good man. He's yeah. a very He's good He's a man. huge fan. And then, you know, Devin and I just backing each other at all times to where I think a lot of people, when you don't find that right person to be in business with, yeah. which it can be hard, you do have moments of self-doubt and you don't have someone just there backing you. And it's so nice that you're asking that question because you do need those people that surround you that believe in you. And they really do just drive you to believe that you're making the right decisions because the minute someone comes in and creates that self-doubt, like sometimes, you know, even in business, there'll be people that will question certain moves I'm making And it's honestly like in that moment, I'm like, wait a minute. And I have to kind of have that moment of self-doubt. And honestly, I don't love it because I'm very intuitive and I like to just really follow my intuition. I really trust in it. I feel like I'm very in touch with, you know, what's right at the right time and not rushing things until they're meant to be happening. And so then when someone comes in and questions you, I feel like that intuition, you lose a little bit of it, you know, and then just having those people that back you, trust you. They're like, you know, Devin was always there. Just honestly, whatever I was saying we had to do with the business, she's like, I trust you. Let's do it. You know, and that was really important for me. And I'm 
that's why I'm just so grateful for her. And I have that same relationship with Jackie, which is amazing. Yeah. And I was so grateful to find that because I really never thought I'd find no, not anyone one. else that I like resonate with as much as Devin in regards to being a business partner with them. I love that. And for people that don't know, she's actually based in LA at the moment and you're in Australia. <sighs> And you've actually been successfully running the business through the pandemic yes. from the other side of the world. But it's, a, I mean, it's a huge achievement because you're on different you. time zones. It hasn't you know, been easy. No. But honestly, it's like there's been times it's really benefited us. Like if there's a lockdown in LA, but there wasn't here and then we switched oh, yeah. the campaigns here. And like, it's been so weird not to be in campaigns together, not to be on yes. shoots together, not to do events together. But we've actually managed to make it work, which was you know, another important test say, if we're ever traveling yeah. or not living in the same place. Like, how can we run this company together? We don't really want it to be that way where we're no, apart. But it's been, when you but... think about it, because even when you think about the campaign, I remember the first campaign that you guys released during the pandemic that didn't have both of you in it. Yeah. Because LA was in lockdown. And I think to be able to have done that and come even I remember the first event the yacht party that you did without her Honestly, and I remember going to you like if you need a hand let me know so crazy but we were just so grateful that we were able to even to do it yeah to yeah. make it work yeah so it was yeah there was so many blessings and like also yeah even more <laughs> yeah not. curses from during coronavirus but like yeah we made it work and you've done it on your like you both of you have run from the other side of the world which I think is incredible yeah which leads me to my next question what is next oh my god so many in a nutshell things. give me what's next well obviously I'm just so passionate about business and you know, for a long time, I really thought Monday would be just my baby and that's the brand I work on forever. And then, you know, finding Jackie and even a couple of other brands that I that I work with, like an Angela, which was a fashion brand that Devin and I started as well. Um, and feeling that I was also so excited and passionate about those brands. I was like, wow, like this is exciting me. I want to work in different categories. Yeah. I want to continue to build my brand portfolio and like you know, head up different companies and do fun and exciting things. So we actually um, had the global launch for a new brand that I'm backing of a really young entrepreneur named Emma Pillema. And we um, wow. launched her brand globally called Emma Yay. Pills and it's in jewelry. So I've always wanted to do something within that category. Yeah. And basically I've just kind of worked with her to take the brand global. How did you find her? So actually, we were shooting the Pilates class at her house. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And so um, over the year that we knew her, I just watched her. She was 19 years old and started a jewelry brand, which yeah. I thought was amazing. And I saw a lot of myself in her. I was like, yeah. you're like me. You're 19 years old. You don't care about what anyone else is doing. You just are obsessed with your brand and genuinely a really talented designer that like yeah. has an eye for these trends before they even come out. I don't yeah. know how she does it. So, and the concept behind the brand is so cute. It's, you know, Emma pills and you get all of your jewelry and little prescription pill yeah, bottoms really and cute. pop them open. It's all bright, fun, colorful. And it's not necessarily a brand that I think anyone would normally imagine me to be no, and you've wearing. you've got neon green earrings on. I know. And they look so good. But and now, I would never imagine you I'm like, this blur. is so fun. Yeah. I feel like it's going to keep me young forever. <laughs> you know, now that I'm like in my 30s, I'm like, I'll just. If you put some neon on. Yeah, fun young brand. Let's work on this. <laughs> no, but honestly, I'm like, I saw so much talent in, in her and yeah. her ability. And I was like, kind of like with Jackie in the Pilates class, like, let's take this thing global you know, she'd always had her eye on the U.S. and, wow. you know, expanding into that market. So 
I've worked alongside her and the team to kind of make that happen. And yeah. it's very That's exciting. perfect timing. I, I know. Like congratulations to her and you with Thank that. Thank you. Yeah. So lots more things to come in the future, I think. I know. I feel like I just like watching from the side that I'd like to know what's going on behind the scenes. That's <laughs> why I was like, give me a scoop. Give me a scoop, girlfriend. A lot of running around <laughs> and a lot of, yeah. A lot of intense. Yeah. I often feel like I'm schedules. a hamster on a wheel. <laughs> yeah. That's how I kind of see it. Yeah. But, but it's I mean, fun. it's so rewarding. Yeah. It really is. And like, I think there's so many people these days that do actually have so much interest in, you know, I want to have my own business. I want to have my own brand. And I don't think it's for everyone. I yep. really don't. And I do have a lot of conversations with people where I say, you have to understand that you don't leave the office at the end of the day. You don't have your weekends off and you do not have holidays. You are constantly concerned about the growth of your business, the longevity, you know, your employees, the progress, and everything falls on you at the end of the day. So if that's something that you feel like you thrive in that environment, you genuinely enjoy it and it makes you happy, then you should own your own business. Yeah. And that is like, that's how I feel. I genuinely feel so fulfilled and that momentum is so important to me and I feel like I'm just feel so alive from yep, having right. these brands and having my own companies. But for a lot of other people, that might really drag them down. So I think the most important thing is genuinely knowing that you really are passionate about and enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. So that when you're working 365 days a year, it doesn't feel like work. work. Whereas, you know, I think there's a lot of people that are wanting to start a business for maybe the wrong reasons, where they're like, I just would love to be my own boss. Yeah. And that's great. But like, you know, if you want to expand and grow, you will then become the manager of a team. And like, there's so many more elements to it. So I'm obviously even with Emma yeah. and Emma Pills or like anyone, I'm so encouraging of people following their dreams, starting their own brands. But I think also understanding what really, really goes into it and how intense it can be. Sometimes it's also really beautiful to just be a part of a team of something that you believe in rather than being the head of it yeah. and spending that time finding what is that thing you're passionate about rather than thinking, if I start my own business, like, you know, yeah. I'll be so much happier. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> sure doesn't? Yeah. No. I was going to say that for somebody that, I mean, you kind of summed it up, but I would just love to ask because mm. I'm sure a lot of people are listening to this and either looking at you and going, oh my God, I want to just be like you or looking at Emma who started that you saw and mm. now you're helping her with her business. What advice would you give for somebody that either wants help with starting something or wants to go do it by themselves? Mm. I think never compare yourself to anyone else. And I think in every industry also, it's easy to look and be like, oh, I wanted to start this idea or this brand. But like, there's so many other people within that industry that are already doing so well. And mm. I think that if I was to look at swim and I thought that or Pilates or fitness and thought that, I never would have created the brands that I did. And I think that if you genuinely really do believe in your idea and you're obsessed with it, then just go for it. That's how I feel. I'm like, you you know, you will either learn something from it that just benefits you in your life regardless, or it'll lead you in the direction of something else that you never thought that you would do. So like with a bikini a day, I never aimed to have a swimwear yeah. marketing Instagram yeah. that then led me to have a swimwear brand that then led me to have a Pilates brand. And like, you know, there's been ups and downs along the way, but like, my one thing I always say is don't be afraid of change because I attribute my success to the fact that I was very open to moving to different parts of the yeah. world and just kind of putting myself out there and embracing change at all times. Anytime 
I had a change. I was like, this is happening for a reason and it's going to lead me down the right path. I really like that. So I think if you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect for your life to change or for you to feel more fulfilled or more happy, it doesn't happen. You have to embrace change. You need to do different things, you know, whether that's joining a fitness group and meeting new people or anything, even on the smallest level. Move around, change things up. Like, let something come into your path that's not the same path that you're always on. I really like that because I do think, I mean, I hate change, but now I'm yeah. saying to myself, I'm really going to embrace some change. Yeah. No, but it's true though. I feel because like you're really a, good with that though. Yeah, but I feel like it hits me head on and I've just got to go with it. I think if I <laughs> yeah. voluntarily said I need to change, I, it'd take me a little bit more, but I love that advice for somebody. Can I ask one last question before I let you mm, go? Of course. Unseen sacrifices, because I think what people see is such a filtered version of our lives, your life. Literally, your life looks like a brochure for live live the best (laughs) life. What are some of the sacrifices that you've had to make to kind of get to where you are now? Well, I definitely feel like a big part of me moving overseas was that I had zero distractions. So like it sounds kind of a little bit ruthless, but I didn't have to be going to family occasions and all of my friends growing up and like, you know, it is very hard to balance family, friends, relationship, career, like all these things. And I have to say, especially as a woman, because I do think we have to balance more. And me moving overseas meant that like all I did was work, zero distractions. Like I was just working 365 days of the year. And those were sacrifices, you know, looking back. And luckily I was really passionate and excited about what I was doing. So it didn't feel like it. But it's definitely hard to maintain all those things. And I'm now at a point in my career where it is important for me to prioritize those relationships. And I have a team behind me, you know, that can be on when I'm not, um, even though that's rare. Yeah. But, it's, <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're those sacrifices that yeah. I think one thing always not suffers, but you aren't able to give it as much love and attention as you'd want to um, when you're trying to balance it all. It's, it's a hard. juggle. It's a juggle. Yeah. It's a balancing act. Yeah. But Tasha, I think you do it amazingly. Oh, well, I am, thank you. I do. I am. You I'm, too. I am such a big fan of yours. Well, you're also such a friend of mine. <laughs> I know. And I was going <sighs> to say that. I just, I want to say thank you for always supporting me. I think of you course. do it in your business, but personally, you've always been a cheerleader for me. I'm so glad I could have this discussion with you. You were on my I'm list. I'm just so happy I could be here in person. Totally. Honestly, I'm like craving the, <laughs> the human interaction. I'm like, let's Hello. talk for another hour. <laughs> you were on my list as somebody that I really wanted to interview because I feel as though you are so amazing at what you do in these businesses that you create, but I wanted to hear it from you. Mm-hmm. So thank you for joining well, thanks me. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to share my story. And to everyone listening, thank you so much for tuning in and hearing my story as well. It means a lot to me. Sliding Doors is hosted by me, Elle Ferguson. Producer, Tina Matalov. Executive producer, Jennifer Goggin. Listener.